Hello and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna here, and we're excited to be with you today. We've got something a little different. And what we are going to do, if you've been tuning in for a while, you know that we like to get into a topic, immerse ourselves in it, and then share with you some information, what the topic is, why it's Mm -hmm. important, and some tips for how it can show up in your life. And then we realize, oh, wow, the more that we delve into these topics, we're noticing them. We're noticing them. We're living it in real life and real time. So we started adding a reflection into the beginning of the episodes, which you might recognize. And we talk about, hey, this was our topic from last week, and this is how it showed up. And for me personally, it started as gentle accountability. Mm -hmm. Okay, these are the tips that we're giving everyone else. You know, I want to make sure that I'm trying them out too, if it's an issue that I wanted to look closer at. What we started to realize, and this was backed up by feedback that we've been getting, is these reflections are really important. They're important for us Mm -hmm. personally, just because again, it's how did this show up in my life for the week? It's giving more air to these topics and it's letting you, the listener, also have a chance. How did this show up for you? right? Because it might look different how it showed up for me, how it showed up for you, mom, how it showed up for you listening. Maybe a tip really worked great for you. And you were like, whoa, I've been waiting for this. This really clicked. And that is awesome. Maybe it was, "Mm, that didn't really land with me. And as we say here on Joyful Rebels, that's data. That's Mm -hmm. information. Now you have learned more about yourself and you can take that information moving forward. Try something new. Try again, right? So all of this to say, that we've decided to try something different. And so for this week's episode, we're going to spend it reflecting back on our topic from last week, which was procrastination, which hits home for me. Mm, Me too. So one more thing about the topics is when we pick a topic, it's usually something that either, A, we've got a good handle on. Oh, this is something I've dealt with in the past and not Mom, I know a lot of the times for you, you're like, oh, yeah, no, like I remember very specifically the the flexing your no muscle. And mm-hmm. I was saying, oh, that's, you know, for me, that's something I'm dealing with. And you were like, oh, well, <laughs> it gets easier with time. That's something that you've been practicing. Mm-hmm. Other times, though, I'm, we're picking topics that are things in the moment that we're working on. And so for me, procrastination, it really hit close to home. So I will say this in the past week. I have had a lot of awareness over how procrastination is still showing up for me almost daily. I feel like we talk about the topic, it shines that awareness light on it. And one of the topics, so we also, if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm all big about to-do lists and the small steps, but one of the tips, mom, that you talked about was removing distractions. So I actually took my phone charger and put it in a different room. So when Mm. I was going to start to work, on podcast stuff, website stuff. I didn't even have my phone near me. I got the distraction out of the way so that I could start working. And that small change made a big difference. It made my life a little bit easier. Hmm. So notice that I said big difference and a little bit easier. And that's a point I really want to drive home that these small changes that's what it is. They make a big difference. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to upend my life with all these new habits that are going to completely change everything. If I can make my life 1% easier by one of the tips that we're talking about, if I can know myself a little bit better, then that is a win. That is what I want. That is a life goal for me. Mm. That's huge. (laughs) That was a lot. 
<laughs> well, it's huge. And it, it sounds like the things that sound familiar where you'd be like, oh, maybe I've heard of, of not bringing my phone with me or charging it somewhere else. Like conceptually, I get it. Those to me are the, when I feel that way, that's when I totally have to stop in my tracks and pause. Just because it sounds familiar doesn't mean I'm doing it. And I repeat that self to, to myself over and over again. It does not mean that I'm doing it. So when I do do it, is there anything noticeable that I can uh, reflect on and just take a moment and go, how was that? And I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised more often than not. So that's encouraging. And I love Claire, you know, if you're listening with us or watching us on YouTube again, hi, I hope you noticed my new background, um, <laughs> the, that we even have two different generations talking about the same topic. And that is uh, the more feedback that we get, people are like, that's really valuable because you can either understand what's happening or get insight for your age group in thirties, uh, but also see a roadmap to see where it can go. So, and, and I'm not saying I have it perfectly, but I've learned a couple of things. And that's part of the reason for wanting to share some of this. It's like, we want to make everybody's life a little bit easier. We want to create more community so that it's not like you are not alone ever that we're having similar experiences. We're just not always connected so we can share and get feedback in real time. So I don't want to leave that on the table. And that's been emerging as the, the bigger issue than just talking about a topic, which I think is very important. But the reflection part of it and how it shows up in our lives is, is starting to, to pick up and gain more ground. Here's why. I would consider myself not super creative and that's, I'm not self-deprecating there that sometimes I will have a feeling or a behavior and I won't really know how to identify it. And what happens is when we share our experiences that can spur us on to go like, Oh, I didn't know that's what that was. Hmm. That's how it's showing up. So that way we can connect the dots for other people because we're doing it for each other and we're learning from each other all the time, which is so cool. So if you're a mom of littles, know that this is how it can look like when they get older. Like, this is so cool to be able to do that. And that it's not like you just impart your wisdom. It's a continual back and forth learning. And this week for me was a huge one. And I'm going to have a real vulnerable moment here because I didn't expect it. You know, y'all ever had that where you didn't expect something to land for you and it lands so hard. You're like, where did that come from? And I'm so grateful for those times. And I'm also humbled very humbled by it. So when we talked about procrastination and how it can rob us of time and Claire, you're talking about how you're changing your experience by changing some small things. I had a realization. I talked about on the last podcast about, you know, I'd spent a good decade on the road leading essentially corporate trainings and I would cram this information and then I would lead a training the next day. And some of what we learned about from the research that was cited in many different places was um, sometimes we do that actively to ourselves. We wait to cram, we heighten our nervous system. Then when we actually do the thing that we're cramming for, we feel like we did a really great job because we finished it. But that doesn't necessarily equate to a great job. It just means that you were kind of stressed out and on high alert and you finished the task. So I sat with that for a moment and I'm like, dude, was that me? Could have been. Could have been because I spent so many times learning like the fitness, health and fitness industry is ever evolving. It has been, it will be. And you know what? It should be because we're learning more and more about ways that we move and how we fuel and how we rest and how we think about things. All of that's interrelated. It should be dynamic. But the other end of that is this dynamicness means that there's things that are changing all the time. 
we get new information. So if you want to like learn something and put it in your hard drive, that's not necessarily where it's going to stay. So being on this kind of loose soil and learning all these things, I felt like I uh, was always kind of cramming, not kind of, I was cramming. Here's the realization that I had for a decade, a solid decade, I crammed lead trainings, then needed to wind down from the trainings. And I, I sat for a moment and I thought, you know what? I'm not beating myself up, but I actually did that to myself. And I'm saying this out loud to us. And I, I, I hope that you're taking it in the spirit with which it's given, that it is a confessional of sorts, but it's also I'm owning it. I did do that. But you know what? I didn't feel like I knew any better. See, that's the thing that if this is how your life is going and you're doing behaviors and you start doing better, then sometimes it's hard to look in the rearview mirror and go like, oh, like, how did I do that? Why did I do that? No, no, no. The rearview mirror is always going to be there. But if we know better, we can do different. But if you don't know better, you can't like beat yourself up. And I'm not beating myself up, but I'm letting the gravity of my ownership of my behavior like that was self-inflicted uh, in on many levels. I did that. And I didn't even think like, wow, if I just learned some stuff a couple of days earlier, I could actually go to bed at night because my sleep is so precious to me. And and I just didn't know what I didn't know. But it it landed like a thud, Claire. And you know, for you guys listening, Claire and I will always meet before we start to record and we review the material. And today we were talking about our reflections and we both just had these moments where we're like, you know what, this stuff is really big. And you guys are going to have moments like that too, where there can be a topic and procrastination for me, I would not have said on my list of top five things, that's one of them, something I'm really working on. It was a lurker. It was something in the corners of my subconscious and, and uh, patterns and behaviors that are just familiar. Familiar doesn't mean they're good just means they're something that you recognize. And I just would repeat that over and over again, kept flexing the same muscle, not realizing that I could do something different. So even the tip that I gave last week about, so when I, I'm trying to get into a task now, I know that I need to have the surfaces. Like if I'm in a room, like I want my desk clear. I've got a bookshelf in here. I want the top of that clear. I just want the surfaces clear, not deep clean. And I need to drink a glass of water. So I don't have any kind of uh, dehydration uh, effects that are pulling my attention away. Like I know a little bit better of what to do, but boy, knowing that I have a decade under my belt of doing the same thing over and over again and stressing myself out needlessly, I'm just going to sit with that for a minute. And I, here's how I'm choosing to interpret it. Cause this is a choice. I could beat myself up. Has anybody ever felt that way where you're like, I can't believe I did that. And that whole thing, which is easy to do. Because if we can turn it on ourselves and, and blame ourselves, then for some weird way, we're like, oh, then that's justice. Mm. And I'm like, no, how can I use that? And you know, we'll get into more topics. One of them specifically coming up on active listening. There's a lot to do with holding space for ourselves and others. And I just want to talk about that for half a second. And that's how I'm, I'm choosing to interpret this uh, awareness that I had from last week in my reflection. Holding space means I'm not going to talk myself out of it. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but I'm going to sit with it probably in a quiet space. And it's not just blank and vapid. It's actually very active. 
because I'm coming from a place of empathy for myself. Mm. And I do that for other people all the time. I, and I freely, freely can do it and know that I'm doing it with an intention and I'm, I'm going to do it for myself. And I am. So I'm going to encourage anybody that's listening that there are several things that we very easily, whether it's giving grace, you know, holding space, you know, understanding and, and, and forgiveness and so many things that can go outward. There's going to be times when it's going to circle back and the, it directly needs to come back to us. It starts with us. And, and that bucket, I felt like I, I got a chance to raise the water level a little bit and it felt good and it felt um, healing. Mm. Like I acknowledged it. It's part of my story. It winds up being part of my motivation for change. We've talked about that. You can use challenges as motivation for change. So I'm going to keep it in the proper context, but I'm going to know that that was a big chunk of time that I contributed to me being on edge and doing a job that was good, but now I know better and I'm going to do different. Mm. And I know that's not proper English and that is enough to make me nuts on that, but the sentiment is true. And I, I'm very humbled and was excited to have a platform to share that with you because one other bit on this is when we talk about these things and, you know, Claire and I really admit that we're not experts, but we love data. We are, uh, you know, scientists at heart and, you know, through our educations. And, and so that part, I feel really comfortable finding good information for you. It would be really easy for us to keep you at arm's length. And I mean that it would be really easy to, to even though like we're in the trenches, but just kind of say like, this is for you. And I'm just going to take the, I'm going to, I'm going to lead, I'm going to lead from the front on this one. And I'm going to step right into that and say, oh no, this is all of us. I'm feeling it. I want to share that with you so that you can feel the impact of what that is. And I hope you see yourself in that. If you have a situation where that sounds familiar to you, I encourage you to just own it. And just think about it for a little bit, sit with it so it's not lurking in your past. And then uh, maybe you do give it the 24-hour rule. I'm going to sit with something for 24 hours. I'm not going to mull over it forever. I'm not going to ruminate. I'm going to let it land. I'm going to meet myself with compassion and empathy. And then I'm going to use it for motivation for change. Because once I know better, I can do differently. How's that landing for you, Claire? Did I capture the essence of that? (laughs) There are so many good things there, and I probably am not going to remember all the things I want to even touch on, but that it is really touching what you said. And before we even started recording, you had mentioned something because we were both reflecting, right, on looking in the rearview mirror and how can we, how can that be a positive and not turn into the sinkhole of regret or feeling mm-hmm. badly? And you had brought up that, you know, that saying, that phrase, oh, how would you talk to a friend? But and we had both kind of laughed that it sounds like, oh, this cliche that you say to be nicer to yourself. But as you said, as you demonstrated some empathy for yourself and then immediately noticing how you feel, that feedback mm-hmm. of feeling better. So it is something that might be familiar and we've heard before, but put into practice can be such a big deal. And what's a big deal? Feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Right. I said in the beginning, Little changes, little improvements, having your life be a little bit easier, feeling a little bit better, 
Those are big things. I feel like that is not how I always felt about wellness topics, about self-improvement. And now for me, that is the front runner in my brain. I just want things to be a little bit easier. I want to feel a little bit better. That feels doable and sustainable, right? I'm not going for some high, high, and then all of a sudden I'm going to drop down again. I want to feel, just continually feel a little bit better. And I think some interesting stuff about empathy and self-compassion for ourselves is that it's really important because when we do that and research has shown, I did a a meditation challenge through 10% Happier and they talked to some neuroscientists who say people that practice that type of self-compassion empathy for yourself, you're more resilient. You Mm -hmm. are stronger, able to deal with unexpected things that come your way, if you can be soft with yourself, if you can give yourself grace. So instead of thinking, oh no, I can I can dole this out to other people, but I have to be really harsh on myself. No, if we're gentle with ourselves, accepting, understanding, we have that love for ourselves, we are then better equipped and able to deal with things that life throw at us. So Again, if you've heard that, how, how would a friend say it to you? How would a friend deal with this situation? Like, try that out because I, mom, again, when we were talking about, I have the same situation. I look in the mirror, rear, rear view mirror, and I want to start to go down a rabbit hole of regret. No, if I just would have thought about some of these topics 10 years ago. But here's the thing, and we've said this before. Things are going to land when they're meant to, right? Mm-hmm. If something is meant for you, it's not going to miss you. And so all those other times that you've heard these things, right, it's planted a seed. And you remember, you've had that familiarity, but are you actually doing it? And so if we can turn any of that reflection into feeling hopeful, and it's never too late. And one more thing that you were talking about, mom, is that procrastination for me was super top of mind. Like I do that still. And I think another mini reflection for me was it's routine now. We had said that last week that sometimes it's not based out of fear necessarily. It's not because you want the adrenaline rush. It's just your routine. So I'm like, whoa, okay, I need to examine why I'm doing this to myself. But for you, you said, oh, it wasn't something that was in your necessarily top five things you're thinking about. But then you had this huge understanding, this huge breakthrough of reflection. And so I think that speaks to our joyful rebel topics in general, Mm -hmm. is that these are things that, again, we've either, I don't want to say mastered, but we've gone through and these are what works for us, right? Or it's things that we are working on. But if you hear a topic come up and you say, that's not really something that's been top of mind, that doesn't mean that you won't get something out of it. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes all it takes is shining that awareness light on it and then it can light up, whoa, this is something that was in my past. This is something I'm doing now. And then once we're aware is when we can make a choice to do something about it. So again, these topics are thought up with love, with, you know, Mm -hmm. this is what we're going through. Mom, as you mentioned, we both have backgrounds, masters that had, were research heavy. We're both yoga teachers, Mm -hmm. right? So we see how some of these topics show up in real life. And like, I think you said, mom, but we're interested in how it looks in us, but how it can look in everyone. And I think there is, again, this, this overarching sense of community that, Maybe these worked for us and they work for you and that's awesome. Maybe they work for us and they didn't work for you, but you just learned more about yourself. And again, I'll, I'll say it one more time. If, if the end goal can just be to feel a little bit better, to make like a life a little bit easier, to remove a little bit of stress, 
that I think is the big win. Hmm. Boy, I love what I'm hearing, you know, and to kind of put a bow on it. Last thing that I heard, and I appreciate your sharing, Claire, is that for some extra happiness, for some peace and ease, however your language, you know, whatever your language is for having a life that you feel fulfilled and enriched and, and all the words that you would use to describe it doesn't mean you deny all the shadowy stuff. Mm. It doesn't. You know, it, it means taking a look and and maybe it's having the hard conversations. Maybe it's it's looking at the not so great habits that we have, but they can propel us into another layer of understanding and also peace and ease. Because I, I think it's funny. And again, in a vulnerable moment, when we look at some of the data, you know, some of the topics that are kind of more lighter hearted by just their title, that they get more views. <laughs> But uh, I think some of yep. the real work is when we have some <laughs> of the ones that are like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about that. But there's always going to be a hidden gem with it because that's where our heart is. Our heart is to take it so we shine a light at the things that are just kind of quietly driving our behavior, have an impact on our emotions, and just change us in ever so slightly of a way. We want to just bring everything into focus so we know what we're dealing with. We can make some choices. Our heart and our head and our spirit are all in alignment as best as they can be. Then when everything's moving forward, that's when that's when you have freedom. I think that's what it boils down to, to for me. Uh, peace and ease is in there, but it's freedom. Freedom to choose what I want to do. How long do I want to do it? Uh, sustainable energy, moods, and, and all of that. And, and finally on that, like, the world is not really set up. <laughs> For that type of life, or at least it hasn't been Western culture. There's, there's, you know, just a tremendous amount of of stress and mixed messages and and expectations, real or perceived, and you know, some must, you know, generational curses are being passed on. So I wouldn't necessarily say that the cards are in our favor, but I also don't think that it's insurmountable. So I'm going to be a realist, like scientists are. Go, where are we? Mm. This is what we have. This is what the situation is. But we also have a clear idea on where we want to go. So I say, let's go there together. Let's unpack a little bit along the way. Let's unlearn some things. Let's learn some things. Let's look for the hidden surprises. Mm -hmm. And let's give ourselves this empathy, compassion, and have this awareness for us so that we can share it with others. And let's see what happens. Maybe that is exactly the change and how to make it happen. But it starts with us first. It starts with us. So thank you so much for listening today as we elaborated on our reflections from the past week. And you can expect more of this. We'll also come at you with new content too. So just really loving all the feedback. And you can find us on social media, The Joyful Rebels. Let us know what you think because let's do this together. Till next time, Rebels. <laughs>